Okay, well, hopefully that'll stay. So anyway, so yeah, so TPC Podcast Episode 5. Yep, the people's content. Fuck. The The people's, the the, the something, what, yeah, Yeah. what's the name of it, Jacob? The People's Console. The People's Console, okay. Welcome to the show. Something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. Oh, after our, before our sick intro music. Maybe talk about some more casual topics today involving, uh, among other things, uh, the Tiger King. Yes. Yeah. Tearing up the internet. People are tweeting. There are a lot of tweets. You'll find commentary here that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, no. Yeah, unique. Yeah, the, the quality you need in your life right now. Amidst the meth-riddled hellhole that is the number one Netflix docu-series in the world. Yeah. Meth's a hell of a drug. Yeah. Sean is very muted right now. Yeah, super duper extra it. muted. How oh, does yeah. it happen? My fault. Well, it's because, oh, it's, because I, it's because I mute the thing because I why? don't want to like... Well, hold on. Let me fucking explain because I'm over here... Shut the fuck up, Russell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am Russell. Anyway, that's Sean, and Jacob's over there. I'm I'm sitting here Hi. and I'm trying to smoke this bowl, and I don't want the like the of this fucking lighter to like blow out people's eardrums or have to hear some dumb comment about how now it's done now. Fucking so. oh, oh, Russell <laughs> and the, Russell hitting me afterwards with the Stephanie had to edit out seventy million lighter clicks. <laughs> Because you're a fucking shitbag. Just let me fucking mute my mic and stop being a shitbird. All those previous things are true. Where did I hear? I sure heard anyway. shitbird a lot recently. What the fuck was that? I was watching something. And I was like, is shitbird like a thing that people say? And like two different characters in the thing I was watching said shitbird. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Now I can't remember what the fuck it was. I've been watching so many weird fucking movies because... It's basically I'm at home and I'm working. We're working from home, so like I watched through like the other day. I watched uh, I watched Aliens. That's a classic. Then I watched Alien Three. Uh, and then I watched Alien Resurrection. You can leave it. Now let, let me give you. I mean, let's 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 all just do our ratings of Alien movies real quick. I'll tell you mine. Alien and Aliens Three are number one. Interchangeable, depending on what mood you're in. They're both the best Alien movie. This might now. This might surprise me. Now I'm just talking about the fur, the four Ellie Ripley movies. After that, I'm actually going to put Alien Resurrection before Aliens. Before Aliens three, but one and one. Or one and two, whatever, can go back and forth as Alien and Aliens. Yeah. And then the the second one is going to be Alien Resurrection. Because Aliens 3... Uh, now, 
I don't know. I think I agree with your. I think I agree with your power ranking. Because because Alien Resurrection because I this that's the one I watched the most recently. It's got a lot of really good people in it. It's got Ron Perlman in it. Yeah. Uh, it's got the dude that's in one of those CSI shows. Really good. It's got good. Sigourney Weaver in it. It's got Sigourney Weaver. I mean, you already you're winning there. Oh, and then like one of the scientists is Brad Dwarf. And who else is in it? Oh, uh, um, what you call it? Uh, uh, what's her name? Beetlejuice. Stranger Things. Oh, uh, Winona. Winona Ryder, yeah. Um, she's really good at it. And um, and Alien, Alien Three is just oh, it's like oh, it's Alien like, Three is a little is kind of it. It's it lacks spirit. Like it, it doesn't really feel like it has a lot of life in it. And it's um, David Fincher's first movie. Yeah, he's disavowed it. You know, he says he. Yeah, I mean, well, not you know, it doesn't it doesn't quite have the feel of the original Alien. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, is none like, of them do after the after Alien. Yeah, they've all tried to re. Well, two. I mean, a- Aliens is very clearly trying to be a different movie. Yeah, I mean, it's which, more. It's trying to be like action thriller more than just like straight horror i love the two the the fit my what i like about it i've noticed is that the first one what they do is they go the first one is one alien second one is a bunch of aliens the third one is one alien yeah and then the the fourth one is a bunch of aliens again so i like how they alien clone human hybrid things yeah yeah oh boy aliens alien i think my favorite aliens movie Okay. okay, Prometheus of of the of all of them is the one where they're in the Antarctic. Okay, that's AVP. Go down. That's AVP. That's AVP. Oh my god! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's a whole that's a whole franchise. All right, close the, shut it circle. down. Shut the fucking recording shut down. Shut it down. We're done. Shut it down. We've been canceled. No, this, see, this, that movie, the movie holds like the movie was the first one. One of those of that like whole like property like thing that I saw. Because I saw it with my dad in fucking theaters, fucking just ripped out of my fucking. I mean, skull. let's let's admit those movies are fun to watch. Oh, oh they're yeah, just, dude, like, they're fucking so good. cool. And the Predators. I mean, everybody wants to see a Predator fight an alien because they're, you know, uh, well, like destined the, to fight each other. The like Predator slash Xenomorph I mean, mixture. Predal- you, you mean Predalien? Yeah, the Predalien. Yeah. Well, the thing the thing about those movies is that those are like that's like one of those ones that like would fit in at the golden corral of movies. Oh where yeah. Where you just say like, let me let me heap some AVP on my plate here. Yeah. Ooh, I got let a stomachache. You know. Yeah. Let me fine. get as much of it as I can possibly stomach, and then have diarrhea for three days afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't even talk about those or put them in a ranking because yeah, they're down there they're at the bottom. They're yeah, they're down with the diarrhea. <laughs> Actually, I actually, I actually really like Prometheus. Prometheus is really good. Well, I mean, I like. I mean, I, I think it was a little weak in some spots, especially like trying to serve as a as kind of a. Uh, that's trying to serve as a prequel to it. Yeah, that's like, always the issue. Is a prequel? That, yeah, that's always the issue. Is they try to yeah. like expound on shit. But it like, really is, and it's like. Like, to a lesser degree, it's the, kind of the same problem that I have with, like, the whole Fantastic Beasts thing and the whole Harry and the Harry Potter universe. It's like, dude, yeah. just, like, come on. Like, 
And then, I mean, Prometheus, not nearly to the degree as Fantastic Beasts, where like it's almost it's almost soured the the Harry Potter universe in a way. Those movies are so bad. Uh, I mean, I actually, I actually really like that first one. I mean, the first one was fine. Actually, I mean, and I was actually just discussing this with a coworker today. Is that that movie by itself is like an anthology would have been just fine. But the fact that they tried to like turn it into the to turn it into this whole like another three part narrative that yeah, is yeah, more or less like more or less decided to encompass like the rest of wizard history along with like Dumbledore and Grindelwald's relationship and all that stuff has just made it so goddamn bloated. And that's the problem with a lot of the like a lot of the prequel shit, and that's the same problem that Prometheus had, although to a lesser extent, is that when you when you start from the beforehand and you open up a lot of loose ends like that, then you have to tie them back together. And that's the problem that Crimes of Grindelwald has and what the next one will inevitably have is that they've opened up all these new threads and they have exactly one movie to tie them all up before you get to established canon or else you're just retconning everything and pissing a whole bunch of nerds off. Yeah, I always hate that when you're like, oh man, like... This prequel thing, they it, it it adds like an interesting like take on this like this relationship. Let me go back and watch that thing, and then you go back and watch it, and you're like, oh, that's right, they weren't even thinking about that when they did this, so you don't see any of that. So it's yeah, exactly. it's like you're creating this thing that doesn't really exist, and when you, I mean, that's just inherent in the art or whatever. When, or it's a it's a retcon. Yeah. Well, so, that's and that's I'll tell you that's and this is since we're talking about movies that are not new movies by any means, that was my biggest problem with the fucking Hobbit movies, okay? Because yeah, the Hobbit movies suffer the same exact problems. Yeah, and they and they suffer it, they suffer it even you know in a way that is even worse because they were adding shit that was like making new things in the Lord of the Rings basically. In a book that was not a fucking prequel to the to the fucking original, it was before Lord of the Rings. So like, there's it's but it's a self it's a relatively self-contained story. I mean, it kind of sets up the later you know uh, Lord of the Rings books, but like not in the same way that the movies tried to do to like tie them to that property. Which I mean, I understand why they wanted to do it that way. But The Hobbit was better as what it was with the tenuous threads that it had to the fucking three-part movie and the three-part books. Because why did you need – why do we need all this extra shit? Yeah. It doesn't, when they, when it they're doesn't, like, when they're like, oh, it's going to be three movies, I'm like, what, what, are, we, what, what are we doing three movies from one book? Yeah. It's, even, it's not even as long – Hobbit isn't even as long as some of his, like – fucking tombs those later later books he wrote it's like why are we why are we like it's just to extract money out of a franchise yeah well i mean it boils down to at the end of the day and it's and it's it's fucking super lame too because it just it it kind of like puts a pall on the entire property that's what i was saying like when it comes to like the crimes of grindelwald and 
I mean, even though Prometheus was a good movie, well, but in see, its own but right, see, here's the here's the difference. Did a little bit though. of that to the here's, Alien franchise okay, let's, too. Let's, let's hear the difference. Here's here's the ultimate difference. So the ultimate difference is that Lord of the Rings is good and Harry Potter is trash. Oh, here we there go. Ooh, we're is. doing it, boys. We're diving in. Okay. Here we go. There and, it is. No, we're not. We're not diving into the Harry Potter <laughs> thing because I bust out my copy of the Cimmerillion. Yeah, can we just like can we can we get into this whole like Harry Potter and politics shit again? Like for like the thousandth time. Oh god, I don't want to. I don't even want to uh, talk about it more than just saying that. Like, just shitting on it, moving on because I don't want to go on a forty just, fucking minute rant about how it. fucking terrible and liberalized, it, liberalized fucking. Because it's just, it's just, it's it's like a it's not even really a good kids book. Like it was like really cool when I was a kid, and I fucking loved those books at like eight. This is and like then, a reimagined version of that scene from Clerks Two, where they're like, where he's like shitting on, where Randall's like shitting on the Lord of the Rings, just because it's three fucking humongous yeah. books about hobbits walking from point A to point B. Yeah, but I mean, but that's the thing is that like it's a it's a series of books that fundamentally doesn't have any message or like any greater like political meaning or any like any real moral to the story other than that apparently like child soldiers are good and so it just doesn't oh like it's yeah, the hobbit you know. and the lord of the rings is about a hobbit marching from point a to point b <laughs> Right, but that's not that's not just what it's about. That's it's missing. I will, the point. I will, I will stand up and do the reenactment from here. We from go. Lord of the Rings. Now you have here to cry go. a lot. Now you have to cry. Yeah. There has to be a lot of fucking crying. That first, first movie, movie. Yeah, here we go. Okay, we're watching. I can't see you, but we're, I'm imagining here's the it. second movie. Okay. And here's the third movie. Okay, now how much I'm did gonna, you cry? And I'm, I'm gonna do a little drop here oh. to signify the dropping of the ring into the into the volcano. Oh, shut up, Randall! Just and I don't know, I don't know why you're attacking Lord of the Rings in favor of Harry Potter, you fucking liberal. But I just, I just drew a comparison, dog. <laughs> just drew a comparison. Fuck you. I mean, if it, you sat me down and you're like, "Hey, do you want to watch Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings?" I'm gonna say Harry Potter like nine times out of ten. Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? Why? Well, for one, the movies, movies are shorter. Are... They're not yeah, fucking three hours. Yeah, I was like, those movies are an event. Like, like if I want to watch a Lord of the Rings movie, I have yeah. to block out some time. I have to call some people. Yeah, I gotta know. send some emails. I gotta tweet. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta See, write a I, letter. I, maybe I'm just a fucking weirdo, but I mean, I'll fucking roll a joint and cue those fucking movies up and just watch. Son, the that, fuck you're out of eating, them, like. you're eating a valuable time in your day when you could be doing literally anything else. <laughs> that those movies are nine thousand hours apiece. They're so goddamn long. It's incredible how long they are. Especially if you watch the ones that are extended, you know, director's special Why would you ever watch anything else? Oh, boy. You see what we deal with? Yeah. Listeners, do you see what we deal with every day? See what happens. Do you see what happens when you mention Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter in front of this guy? Uh, You know, I gotta say, and on on the topic of the Big Lebowski. Yes. Um... I gotta say that, like when they when they started kind of like teasing Jeff Bridges and some Super Bowl slots, like you like that whole thing where he, the dude was in was kind of being teased for uh, Super Bowl commercials. Sure. And everybody was like, "Oh, they're gonna come out with the sequel. They're gonna come out with the sequel." I'm kind of glad that it turned out to be a ruse for like Corona or something like that. Oh yeah. 
Thank that, God, because because a fucking the dude sequel would ruin that fucking. It would ruin the movie for me. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to see. Yeah, have you ever watched the Jesus one? I haven't uh, watched no. that yet. Oh no, Jesus. What is it? Jesus lives or <laughs> rolls or something like the rolling for. I don't know. No, I actually forgot that that was even a thing. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of Coen Brothers films, I actually watched the Ballad of Buster Scruggs <clears throat> again last <clears throat> night. <clears throat> <clears throat> What? Hello? Did I did I lose you guys? Hello? No. <laughs> no, no, okay, go ahead. No, what what was wrong? No, 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 that's fine. So I I haven't actually seen that movie. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Yeah, no, no. Wow, I fucked that all up. Yeah, you really did. <laughs> yeah. Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Yeah, Sorry, guys, I'm only on my first drink. God. But anyway, yeah, I watched that. That what did I like? Did I like? Did I like mess something up? Now, now I'm self conscious, you motherfucker. Exactly. We that's we're, that's part of our Pavlovian training of you to be a bit more self conscious as an individual. That's right. I'm fucking confused. Anyway, continue. But any fucking way, you fucking clowns. Um, I was watching the Ballad of Buster Scruggs last night, and yep. that is a really good, I, movie, I guess. Like anthology, film. yeah, anthology, film. Yeah, I don't know if it necessarily because, like, I mean, I feel like it. I feel like at least to me, like when somebody Cinema. says a film, they mean like a like a much more interconnected experience than what the Ballad of Buster Scruggs did. So I think that uh, cinema. It was a cinema. What is it? A building playing movies? Come on now, cinema. I mean, I mean, in the Martin no, Scorsese I, sense of the you know, words. yeah, you oh, know, Martin, not these Martin fucking Scorsese superhero fucking trash jump fucking a, movies. Jump off a bridge. Not these superhero. Like a Like what are we looking at? Come on, I want some. I want some mobsters, you know, right? Put the mobsters. I, no, yeah, I, mean, I don't want any fucking mobsters. Be, apparently, that's the only thing that can be fucking cinema. It's fuck yeah, movies about fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Movies don't jerking know. off the mob. I fucking that's one of those things where it's like, I really love those movies as like a fucking like a teenager and shit. And oh I yeah, just, as a kid. I, yeah. I fucking kill me now because it's just it's it, anyway. So the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, you really gotta <laughs> fucking watch this shit, Russell. Because yeah, I mean I've watched. You, I think I've watched every other movie that they've done. I just yeah, well it's and it's the thing is like it's not really. Like I, there's not really like a there's really the only thing that interconnects these like sto- these fucking stories is like a a theme, you know what I mean? And so it's it's a very interesting like picture of like some fanciful version of the old west, and it's just it's really good, it's uh, real good. Yeah, I don't, have you seen? Have you watched Blood Simple? No, I don't think I have. Oh, you got it. That's their. I think that's their first movie. Is it? And it's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch that. I'd watch that tonight. Okay, I probably will. Uh, it's 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 really good. And it's got okay. what's her name, uh, Frances McDormand. Like, that's like her first movie. That's like right when they got married or whatever. I see. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, well, I watched too. Speaking of that, I watched that. Um, what two billboards outside of Ewing, whatever. Oh, the one with Ryan Gosling in it? Uh, I don't think I've heard of that one. 
Or no, I'm thinking of the place beyond the pines. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, this has got a... The one you're talking about has got a... Um, uh, it's got... Um, talking about three billboards outside uh, Sam Rockwell. Big Missouri. Yeah, Sam yeah. Um, yeah, that's actually really good. I, I, I remember that whole backlash because I guess uh, some of the language or whatever, but I didn't have any issue with it. As a straight white man, I mean, nothing offended me. So, I mean, if it doesn't offend me, then, I mean, it's it fine. It doesn't offend anybody. Yeah, I mean, you know, straight white men are, like, <laughs> being attacked left and right. I mean, nothing that bothered me, so that should be fine for everyone. After all, oh. anything cis, straight, white, and male is apolitical. That's right. Apolitical you know, and it's good and has the, harms nobody. As soon as you say that, like the back, like the like the bile rises, like in the back of my throat. I must rant. It's just, it's like fucking. Oh god. Are you gonna spray me with like a breath weapon or something? Yes, I'm gonna fucking hit you for that fucking one d eight breath weapon damage, punk. Fucking get back at a short rest, dog. Take thirty minutes. You can do it again. Hell yeah! Incredible. Uh, Does does recording does recording a podcast? Uh, count as something that's too much for your short rest? That's the question. Um, I don't know. I mean, you have to maintain thought. It's concentration. Mm. Oh, no. I mean, per 5e rules, a short rest is just where you're basically not engaged in combat or another strenuous activity. I mean, this is pretty oh, strenuous. Well. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is mentally strenuous, clearly. You know, this is this is this is premium fucking content. Premium, slinging the tent, slinging slinging the fucking tent. tent. Yeah, dude, I don't even know. I don't even think we've said anything worth worthwhile this entire episode. In fact, if you're listening right now, just turn it the fuck off. Yeah, I was like, in case it hasn't become, you know, abundantly clear twenty five minutes into the recording, that this is going to be much more of a cash. Yeah, sort of, uh, with that. <laughs> casual sort of situation today. Uh, oh God! Well, Keeping you're here with us so far, so you may as well stick through to the end. Yeah, whatever you can do that it. Ends up looking like I believe in you. We yeah. believe in you. Yeah, you can do but, it. So, so then the question, the question that I have, okay, is I finally, I finally want to hear Jacob's full opinion on of, the Tiger King of the oh. of the uh, Tiger King. Yeah, yeah, because me and Russell have been have been gabbing about it for a while. Yeah, yeah, no, I finally I finally managed to finally managed to make it through that whole series. Uh and yeah, I mean <laughs> Sounds like a struggle. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I mean, as I said before, that 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 kind of shit just generally isn't my isn't my forte. I mean, watching white trash be white trash is just kind of uh, I don't know. Played out. <laughs> too close. Way? Also, like too close to home. <sighs> oh, because I yeah, mean, it's, it's living, whatever, living. Whatever do you mean, Sean? Uh, well, I didn't mean. I mean, I mean, fucking growing up where all of us grew up. I mean, we were literally surrounded. Yeah. By no, that, no, like, no. like you could, like, there you were fifteen minutes away at any time from like. Go into places that look exactly like every single fucking place in that yeah. goddamn show. You were, I mean, yeah, I mean, where we grew up, you were never 15 minutes away from meth. 
<laughs> no, which is fucking crazy, especially since we grew up in the burbs. I mean, but I guess like that's one of the biggest misconceptions about like the burbs versus the hills or or whatever or whatever you would call it is that suburban like suburban neighborhoods have the highest per capita drug use than like even the fucking cities do in most cases all right, especially, all right. aff- especially affluent okay oh yeah of course especially well especially because like especially like where we where i grew up where it was just like you, you know you just fucking your fucking mother give you fucking a thousand dollars and say don't fucking talk to me for a week for like i had like so many friends that their parents would just like give them money and, and instead of loving them it was fucking so you, these people fucking kids dying of fucking Ugh. overdoses and fucking all kinds of crazy shit <coughs> all right jacob here's the Speaking question crazy shit. Ever, here's everybody who's here's everybody where they're all asking they're wondering the carol baskin Kill her husband. Uh, I don't know. I'm not convinced he didn't just dip and is very good at staying hidden. Hmm. Interesting. I, you know, here's the here's the thing. Here is the thing about it. Yeah. I mean, the only thing the only thing that doesn't make me think that they're so. If he did disappear, then I think that they are at the very least in cahoots over it because the fucking last minute will change to where the language was specifically in case of disappearance is yeah know, that's pretty strange cd as fuck yeah yeah well and here's the this is this is the here's the deal okay okay i think that i mean i think it's more than likely that her and her husband were engaged in some less than legal um, dealings with tigers and no. more than and more than likely more than likely with drugs because I mean come on these people were coming up like in the 80s and like 90s fucking going back and forth to South America and having all these fucking animals there is first of all there is not a single I mean not single solitary that. chance that they were that they were not both involved in some fucking wild crime, which yeah, I mean yeah, I'm not absolutely. necessarily against personally myself. I mean you know you like some, you like a little Sean can have little a crime as his treat. A little crime as a treat. Yeah, I like. Well, I mean like, a little crime is okay. A little crime the, is good. A little a white from white like crime. Them talking about how he would always fly under the radar because he couldn't be caught. Because you know, he didn't have trip. a fucking pilot's license yeah, and he owned all these planes. Got taken away from him. Yeah, yeah, but that's because that's her saying that, though. That was her saying that. Well, but that's the thing is that it's easily you can easily look yeah, up that he like, didn't have one. That you well, these are, yeah, that but were, she was using that as an example of like, oh, maybe that's what happened. Maybe he he flew under the radar and flew away or whatever, and like decided to never come back. I don't know. It's it's a there's no evidence really a, a definite evidence to. I mean, one way say or the whether other, or not. That's why it makes it kind of a wild story. At the end of the day, is yeah. that like there's really no evidence that he didn't just that there's really no evidence that he's dead, and there's really no evidence that he that he didn't just dip. Yeah, and just these like down in Costa Rica somewhere, wherever the fuck they that she said that he always wanted to go to. I just I I don't think that I here's the thing because like the the documentary clearly tried to draw. A moral equivalence between Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic. Okay. What a character. Hell of a character. 
and no moral equivalence can be drawn there. Yeah, they're both pretty right? bad. I mean, like, like I don't. No, well, like uh, this is the thing is like I don't like Carol Baskin. I think she had something to do with the disappearance of her husband, one way or another. <laughs> yeah. I think she was probably like she was definitely a tiger breeder when they first started out. She oh yeah, was, absolutely. Yeah. With the back and forth, her husband was probably like stuffing animals full of cocaine because that was definitely a thing that <laughs> Hell they did. Yeah. Hell yeah. And like bringing them back and forth from South America, no doubt about it. But I mean, just for, like I really hate that this there is like in the in the show, and then of course in the in the discourse afterwards. Of course, the fucking discourse. You know, it's it's the draw on the false equivalency between Carol Baskin. And don't get me fucking wrong, Carol Baskin should probably be in prison for something. Like I just like it's just that vibe that I get. You know, but uh, fucking Joe Exotic, man, that Incredible. dude. The, like listen like i know that he's like the funny like weird entertaining like fucking flashy yeah, clothes pretty, mullet tiger guy that everybody very bad guy too but, he's I mean. a he dude's a piece of fucking shit like and like and like don't get me wrong like when they played the last like few minutes of tiger king and it was like the footage when he like first started out maybe joe exotic was a good guy when he started out but that motherfucker is just just he's a racist yeah. He's a fucking he's he ran a fucking strange weirdo sex cult giving these fucking <laughs> poor young kids methamphetamine and oh, fucking man. them and bringing them into weird marriages and I don't have a problem with bisexuality clearly I don't have a problem with what? multiple people in a single relationship or marriage really? but we got to we got to talk about a fucking 40 something year old man fucking marrying a couple of like teenagers and 20 year olds who were clearly not gay or bisexual for that matter well but see that's the thing is that apparently there's been some stink about like at least one of them was i mean they both said they weren't yeah and in the dock maybe yeah yeah Yeah. but i mean so that's the thing man is that like i mean even if that's true it doesn't really matter either way because fucking even if they are, and even if they aren't, the simple fact that you're just fucking, you're giving these kids, giving these kids, yeah. compared to your old ass fucking drugs, I basically did, to sleep with you. I did like that. Uh, I did like that closing shot or whatever. I, I, I definitely got that flash of like, oh man, like he, he had a, he couldn't have been all bad, you know. He could have gone a different direction with all that stuff, and I think he just made a lot of bad decisions and got crazy and with the whole like fucking his internet show and and the, well here's and the, the doc here's he was the shooting thing. like it just got so crazy and then it became so singled in on carol baskin because she was the enemy you know and all that crazy shit he was doing to like blow up dolls and stuff because he yeah that stuff is just well that's that's drugs that's what drugs does Okay, yeah. that's what that's what like that's the thing is that like you got to look at you got to look at Joe Exotic's material reality, right? To to even do what he originally supposedly according to the video at the end set out to do, you do have to make money somehow, which means he's fucking entering this fucking ridiculous and alienating mode of production. And then of course, methamphetamine is a fucking hell of a drug. Like I'm sh- there I, hell of a drug. the research shows that there's like a trillion billion motherfuckers out there smoking all kinds of crystal and being relatively supposedly productive members of society. But, but, uh, 
like you, this you know that he was just fucking doing. This dude is just fucking. Nobody, nobody adopts that persona. Nobody wears the mullet. Nobody does the thing. That is some straight <laughs> messed up shit. I, I guess I, I don't know. I, I worry about just making it so black and white. I think a lot of yeah, that was. I think a lot of that was just his personality. Yeah, was, I mean, I worry about just saying, "Oh, he was on a drug." So that's how. I mean, I think yeah. I think a lot of that shit was just him. And I mean, right? Well, but see, I think that the the, the distinction is that it's uh, that the, the that the behavior is a product of both the drug and the material conditions that you're in that you're doing that drug, right? Because people people have their most people people who have the most issue with drugs are people who are under a severe amount of pressure and depressed and relatively alone. He's a gay guy in the South. You know what I mean? Who's a weird fucking guy. Like, you have to admit, like, his personality is weird. He went through the whole, like, abusive anti-gay dad thing. Like, that's what he was talking about. He talked about it at yeah, one yeah. point. Didn't have and enough so, like, ear piercings, for sure. Hey, don't make could've, fun of the man's ear had, piercings. Could have had a few more ear piercings. But, like, the, so the thing is, the thing is, you have this you have this probably really fucked up dude, and he's fucking doing this meth, and the, the combined... Things I think is what made because you don't live. I mean, just look at the fucking park. You know, look at the places where the fucking guy lived and shit. You know, look at it. Yeah, it's very strange because for as much money as he had, and for like running like an entire park, so to speak, it sure seemed like he lived in like even him being the top dog, or I should say top cat of uh of the zoo. He seemed pretty comfortable living in what looked to be almost squalor in some ways. I think that's well, just, yeah, and I think that's just what the fuck they, you know, he's living so bone dry as far as like supporting all of his like extra activities with the fucking recording and yeah, the oh full on God, fucking like studio and shit. Studio, yeah. That's fucking crazy. Well, I mean, cause, and think about it too, is that like the way that the way that the man treated his fucking workers is unconscionable too. I mean, the whole, like, living on the tra- living in the trailer and working, like, 12 fucking hours oh, a day no and all this crazy shit. No AC. Eating Not fucking, like, really expired anything. meat from the Walmart and shit. Oh, my God. Dude. That was, that was, that was a wild. Like, they, they just then, all seemed totally cool with it, too. So did you, did you catch that they were using that same meat at the little restaurant that they had? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, when they were yeah. making pizzas with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so great. Oh, and the guy's like, Jesus. that's the best pizza I ever had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Get out uh, of there! It looks so bad too. Yeah, like, they, no. and they seem perfectly okay with it too, which is just wild to me. I don't know. I just like, and I mean, at the end of the day, because I, I mean, I think you, I, I think you kind of draw issue with them with the documentary at large, drawing kind of a moral uh, comparison between Carol and Joe. But mm-hmm. I see, I feel like I see that comparison a little bit more, just even beyond like how obviously polar opposites they are in their demeanor or just their, their, their very like outward personalities. Cause she dressed like a psychopath too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had that like, I love when she like, I love, um, uh, I love <laughs> when she's talking about the, like the, the meat grinder or whatever. And she's like, <laughs> I mean, it's not even big enough for, I mean, how would I even fit him yeah. in there? <laughs> how would I even put him in there? It's like, like it's so small. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, put his so hand in there. Sorry. Like, 
How to chop I? him up. Yeah. How would I fit him in there? It's like, okay, I like... I have to get a bone saw and chop him up into smaller yeah. pieces before I ground him up. And then, you know, if I wanted a tiger to yeah. attack somebody, I'd put the fucking... Yeah. Cover him in, like, sardine oil or whatever the yeah. fuck. It's yeah, like, like she knew, like, specifically. Like, okay, like... It's just too many... I don't know. It's crazy, man. But, I mean, I... Like, and the thing that... And I, I think this is kind of what the, what the documentary itself was going for. Is that despite despite the fact that you know, Carol and Joe were enemies, so to speak, is that at the end of the day, regardless of what their of what they thought their mission was, is that they both felt vindicated by what they thought they were doing. Yeah, they definitely felt justified in their and they're I mean, fucking with each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and like a quasi religious sort of. Yeah. Uh, because Joe, because Joe, and again, we touched on this a minute ago, and in the fact of, you know, maybe he, you know, at one point in time, maybe he was a good person with good heart and with good intentions because he saw a problem. He saw this endangered species. He saw this endangered species and decided, well, this is an endangered species. We need to make it not endangered again. Which, uh, you know, obviously leads to him wanting to do the whole breeding thing and, you know, just put more. I mean, he says this, he says this in the documentary at one point. He's like, well, if you've got an endangered species, then, you know, shouldn't you make more of that endangered species so they aren't endangered anymore? And like, I, I mean, I get the feeling that no matter how much you explain that to Joe Exotic, he wouldn't understand. No, Joe, that's that's not that's not what that means. <laughs> Whereas, well, I find, and I also find the whole like, we have to make this like, we have to make this like a fucking ridiculous capitalist enterprise to like draw any support at all. And it's just like, dude, okay, listen, man, you know, maybe we should just stop and and follow me here, murdering all the fucking tigers. <laughs> hot yeah. take, hot take, like like hot fucking take, I guess. But like, why are we, why are we even murdering? the tigers you know and of course like i understand that they're like that their greater point especially like that fucking doc antle or whatever the fuck that <laughs> okay sex cult oh, what, a, what a crazy guy man yeah you want to talk what about a wild sex cults. holy shit god yeah. and well that's the thing is that i don't think they did enough on that guy no no they could have done a whole fucking documentary yeah. on that dude we need a whole separate I do. We do need a whole separate fucking Doc <laughs> Bhagavan. Fucking, what kind of doctor is he? Oh, you know, is man a doctor uh, in spiritual doctor. arts? Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a doctor because he put mm-hmm. DR period in front of his name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I, yeah, there's stuff going on there that are that probably is just so much more wild. Well, the so fact the fact that he's like the fact that he's like getting these teenagers like indoctrinated into his oh early tiger based then... sex slave cult. <laughs> Well, I think I think the only I mean that barber chick is the only one that's like redeemable, like in any like way. <laughs> like she's the one that like went over there and like left. Oh, the breast implants. Well, oh, that's right. And she like they were interviewing her, and he was like, "Yeah, I had to get I had to get fake tits," and and then like you because that's the, she doesn't seem proud of them at all. Yeah, in that no. whole interview, she's wearing like a sweatshirt and she's got like a pillow over her chest and stuff like that. So she like throughout the whole like she doesn't exactly want you to know that she's got them. And then you're like, oh, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's she got them. Yeah, she's got them. Oh man, 
Yeah, well, and that whole thing, that was fucking horrifying, too. But, like, and, of course, they're all on Instagram talking about, oh, well, we weren't very well portrayed. Well, no, you weren't, because you don't deserve to be, dude. Like, (laughs) I don't know, even, like, the barest facts of this situation, like, even, like, even if you, like, discount the, the exploitation of these people working fucking all these hours every day, 365 days a year, even if you take all that shit out, you've got this guy. Who's who's sexually taking advantage of people who are less powerful than him, and he's doing that shit on purpose. This this you know this motherfucker doesn't have fucking girlfriends that aren't people who work there. You know what I mean? Like and he could like that's the thing. He could very well do the exact same thing. And if he's got all this money, he can fucking build a house and put some chick from outside that he fucking met. Whatever. Blah blah blah. But no, he's preying on the fucking teenagers that he's getting to come work in this park. And the, that fucking and first that fucking guy has killed somebody. Don't fucking think about it. Don't fucking get me don't get I me. I mean fucked all up. these motherfuckers have killed people. That's the thing. Like half the people oh, on the yeah. screen have murder a motherfucker. Like that's, that's no Oh, you know that they all have. Like that's I, the thing is that like that one they've dude all stabbed clearly, someone to death. That one dude has like killed a few people. That Alan Glover guy. The one oh, that was yeah. gonna go fucking kill yeah. Carol Baskin. <laughs> like, there, there's if there's somebody you've ever looked at it go like, yeah, he's like, yeah, fucking teardrop tattoo too. Yeah, that's yeah. You've killed no, that man. That man has killed some people, and probably most of them with like a sharpened toothbrush too. You know what I mean? Because that's that guy, and then you know that Bhagavan did. You know that Joe fucking exotic has killed somebody. You know, there's there's a there is yeah, a dead a, sex worker out there. Yeah, that's not even. I'm not even joking, by the way. You got to know, like, that's not like a funny like. I'm not trying no, to like no, play I'm, on like the 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 you know the thing, but I mean, you could just look at Joe Exotic and be like, yeah, that's a man who has somebody has he's died put a body because of, he's put a body in the ground for sure. He has put a body in the ground. There's just and there's a just ta- and he went and got his, a tattoo. And when he looks at the tattoo, he remembers, oh, yeah, that's what happened. Got a little tattoo yeah. somewhere. I mean, he's got thousands of tattoos. There's no telling. Just, just right on his taint. Yeah, it's like, that's where I was. Just approach. on the grundle. Just kind of stare in the mirror. Fleshy yeah. Look at that. Just right on the fleshy fun Please don't ever say those words again. The taint, yeah. the grundle, the fleshy fun bridge. bridge. I hate you. It's but the anyway. best, that's the best white card in uh, Cards Against Humanity. That's right. That's how you win. That's how you win. I fucking hate people. I fucking hate playing that game because most people who play that game are just like, I just want the dumbest answer. Like, give me the most obscene, and it's but it's like not even like funny in context. I will say that I will say that like I remember we like the first time we ever played that is probably the hardest I've ever laughed. Yeah, but literally the second time you play it, <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, it's so lower. the The yeah. laughs are so dramatically lower, and the and the worst thing too about Cards Against Humanity is if you bring new people in, they're experiencing their first time and they're laughing their asses off, and you've got to go like, okay, I'm here and this isn't funny, but they're really it's really funny to them. Yeah. So like, do I like? Match their laughter, or do I not match it, and then bring the whole night to like a screeching halt? It's so, so bad. So the last time I played Cards Against Humanity, I I got to enjoy something almost as good as the first time playing that game, and it was getting and it was it was a wedding, then like a bunch of coworkers were there, including one of the higher ups in my company, who 
Like if I, if, you know, if I sound like I talk like an awkward white guy, this guy is like me, but 10 times more and on very much hello. like a, oh, hi, how are you doing hello. today? Hello. I am white. Hi. Hello. Yeah, I'm hello. like yeah, I am exactly, yeah. exactly Dave Chappelle's white guy voice. Yeah, it's like in it's, human it's, form. It is, it is. Yeah, it is Dave Chappelle's white guy voice, but it is that guy. Dave, I'm going to write something. Yeah, Dave, I'm going to race him. But it's it's that guy in everyday life. And so I was like, okay, this is a somewhat anonymous game. I'm going to pull, I'm just going to play the most, like, raunchy, the most raunchy fucking cards I possibly can. I don't care about the context. I don't care what the black card says. I'm just going to play the one that says Pac-Man uncontrollably guzzling cum. And listen to this fucking guy read it out loud. Yeah. And it was something that didn't make any goddamn sense, which was like, blank, the movie. And it was, Pac-Man, uncontrollably, guzzling cum, the movie. And he just didn't miss a beat. Didn't laugh at it. Didn't chuckle. Didn't anything. Amazing. Which just, you know, when somebody does something like that so nonchalantly, everybody else fucking dies. And... Listen, it was just one of those you had to be there moments. You had to be there. You, you had to be Listeners. there. That you just devoted four and a half minutes. Listen, you podcast had to be there. Okay. Four and a half minutes. That was, okay. That was two minutes at best. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is if you is if you ever get the opportunity to get your super white fucking vice president of the company to read some raunchy shit out loud to the rest of the people in the company, take up that offer. It's gonna be a good time. That has lucrative yes. results. Man. Or that other one. What's the other one? The fucking heroes and villains or whatever it's called. God, I played that one time with uh, someone who will not be named. And, uh, oh boy. That was something else. Heroes I'd imagine it'd be a lot like playing with Sean. Fuck you know, you. You know the one I'm talking about? The one where like you, you make your own superhero or whatever and they make their own superhero and then you argue which one mm. can win mm-hmm. and uh you know yeah yeah i remember we were at somebody's uh birthday party and we tried to play that game uh and if i distinct and if i recall a certain individual is there who yeah. will not see the argument uh even if he is a thousand and ten percent wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm referencing. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep, I know yep, what you're yep. about. This is great listening material, but I know it's what you're talking about. I know what situation you're talking about. And uh yeah, it was a really good time. Yeah, I got really good. fucking hammered drunk. Hammered we're gonna we're gonna cut all of this shit out. No, I'm the cards cut you against out. humanity. The cards against humanity bits. We're gonna cut you out. It's gonna yeah, be me and Jacob, out, Sean. The TPC <laughs> is now a Russell and Jacob production. Hell yeah! Thank yeah. God. It's not like you've been doing your job of social outreach. Yeah, we're the. We tweet, don't have dog. enough episodes, we're dog. Tweet. I gotta have a. I gotta see a tweet a day. Hey guys, you, you listen to my a thing tweet yet? a day. You can listen to that. You told me to like. I'm. I see. That's the thing. It's like I don't know if I. I don't know if I want to like shit post with the podcast. I will account. say. I will say though, because I like, only yeah, have one level of shit posting. Yeah, and that's really. hostile shit yeah, We know that. We hostile know that, dog. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to turn it. Just take the dial. 
Yeah. You got the Sean dial. Just crank it down just a little bit. Crank it See, down. See, but to that's, like a the, that's six. the thing is I have like 20 followers. And that's my most secret of them, cap. I'm and most of them have yeah. fucking like 5,000 fucking followers. And I'm I'm sitting there with like twenty, so it's like yeah, I'm I'm the you know I'm the Devin the dude of shit posting on Twitter. That's what the thing is. Shit posting, you know. <laughs> your your favorite shit poster's favorite shit poster. Oh god, it's a terrible reference. Cut it out. Cut it all out. No, this is all stuff. I fucking hate it. In fact, I'm not going to edit this one. I'm just going to I'm going to stick it. Oh, just going to toss it out there. Fuck, man. And we're going to publish it. I mean, we should definitely have a few of those where it's like, you know, not fucked with as much just for jits and giggles. Why not? I mean, here we are. Here we are. Wait, hey, what kind of what video games y'all been playing? Well, I've been playing The Witcher 3. Oh my god, incredible. Which, for my first time... First time, that's right. Yeah, because I'm that weirdo that waits until games are like $6 and then buys them. Damn. Only five years late. Yeah. Well, what can you do? What can you do? But, yeah, so I fucking... I beat the entire main story in like a couple of days. Fucking hell, man. I mean, um, you, haven't, you haven't done the best part of that game. Well, you're right, and there's a whole bunch of stuff that I missed, and I want to go back and do yeah. those two expansions. But that like, fucking, here's that this is the Hearts of Stone is some of the best. <clears throat> so goddamn good. Yeah, that, right that Hearts of Stone campaign is like one of the best fucking campaigns I, or like mission lines yeah, I think I've the, ever played in fucking video games. Yeah, one of the best things. Yeah. Just like no full stop best thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and because this, but this is, I'll tell you this. This is my, this is my thing about playing those games. I did the same thing with like Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, I did the same thing with Skyrim. I did the same thing with Oblivion. Is that whenever I pick up an open world game like that, all that stuff, I, I have to, I have to run the whole campaign immediately, right? Because, nice. because like that's the thing is that like, like the, the problem is, is that I'm playing a game where I am the guy and I'm trying to get to the end because it's like the world is fucking. See, I do the exact opposite. Yeah, thing. yeah, dude. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I, it makes my. I, yeah. I just want to start. Mur- I, I just want to smat. Because here, here's my here's my argument. Here's are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. So f- for like me and Jacob, you know, we got it when it came out. Mm-hmm. So you start playing it and you just get in that that you just you get engrossed in that world, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. So, you know, we were playing it. I mean, it was like me, another buddy of ours, Jacob, playing it a long time. And that's the whole thing about that. That's what's so amazing about that game. Because if you just, you just look at the main storyline, there's not... I mean, there's there's really there's some really good strong points in there. But it's the little small things and those side things that are, are really good. And I will say that that that's always been my issue, and that's why I play like I play because I know when I finish a game, unless it's like really really amazing, which that game is, it's really hard to go back to it, especially yeah. for me. Yeah, oh, I'm see, for right. me to for me to enjoy all the side stuff, I have to know I have to do the main story first because I always I, that's what I'm thinking. It's like I've already restarted. I beat it like Saturday, and I've already got a new save that I'm gonna go and play as soon as we finish doing this. Yeah. And after making some dinner, because fucking, 
I mean, it's one of those things. I don't know. I'm just one of those people that I got to know what's going to happen. Because, like, for me, when I get engrossed in it, I get engrossed in doing the thing, right? So he's trying to save his fucking, basically his daughter. He's trying to save Cirilla. Trying to do all this stuff. Fucking Siri. Yeah, well, you know, fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cirilla. 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 Um, you know, gotta fucking save her and shit. Yeah. And so, like, and he's, like, trying to, you're trying to, like, hook up with Jen and stuff, or Yen. I don't know why the fuck Jin? I just said Jen. Yeah, fucking trying to save, trying to fucking get with Yen and all that stuff. And, I mean, you just want to, I just want to get there. You know, because I'm engrossed in the story and I'm I understand engrossed it. That's in, fine. Uh, I hate it, but that's fine. I'll understand it all. I mean, it's just, like, that's the problem that I have with um, the game, like, the open world games that expects you to do that. Like, Fallout 4 was real bad about that. Because... I I could never finish Fallout 4 because by the time I made it to Diamond City, like I was already level 24, 27 or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. And I don't think you're supposed to be more than like level 7 or some shit it's by like the time the you make it there. It's like the first area, yeah. It's like yeah. the first or second area you go to. Yeah, so like by the time I made it there, the, the, the whole campaign was basically just invalidated because it didn't, like none of the main missions like scaled up with you or anything like that. So you So if you're on like the main... If you're on, like, the critical path or whatever, you were just, like, one-tap dudes with your shittiest weapon. And it's just like, okay, well, this isn't very satisfying at all. Like, and that is that is what's really cool about The Witcher is that those those enemies, they will always scale up with your level, especially on the critical path. So you never feel like you're super overpowered for anything. Um, yeah. And that's, like, I mean... Uh, actually, you know what? Skyrim does that, too, which makes it all the more stranger that I don't think Fallout 4 did that at all. No, case. no, no, yeah. I don't well, Fallout, Fallout 4 was one of the... And I think that The Witcher has a good balance of this because you can organically run across monsters that are way too powerful for you in The Witcher. Oh, yeah, you can. Um, and the, But the thing is, is that, like, you can... with the When you have that leveling and stuff, there has to be a good balance between the two because there are just some missions that you're supposed to be mollywopped on. Like, you're not supposed to be... You know, doing this level twenty four mission at level twelve. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, I love that they do that because you can just stumble into areas or into a mission, and you know, it's got the red skull over. You're like, oh, I shouldn't yeah. be doing this, and then you can yeah. kind of sometimes you can bullshit your way into it a little bit, but then eventually you just get hit once in your dad or whatever. Like, okay, well, yeah. never mind, I guess. See, and that was the shitty thing that I realized not all that long ago with that game. Because there was, I think, a couple months ago, I just kind of randomly dropped back into, like, a Death March run. Yeah. And the thing that sucks is that if they had the Red Skull, it doesn't matter how good you are at avoiding them and, like, not getting hit. If they have the Red Skull, you can't actually kill them. You can get their health all the way down to where it's not even showing on the health bar, but they just won't die. Oh, really? I guess I don't remember that. Yeah. Like I did that, so I was I was doing Death March, and I was in White Orchard, and there's that like there's that very first wraith you run into in the graveyard. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, inevitably when you run into it, it's going to be way higher level than you. I think it's like I think when you run into it, it's level eight, and you're like level one or two. So, but I mean, I know how to fight wraiths, so I wasn't too worried about it. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just you know whittle it down a, a you know a bit at a time. It doesn't matter how like it doesn't matter how good you are at not getting hit by them and hitting the shit out of them. You can never actually kill them, which was kind of the shitty part about that, if I recall. Oh, yeah, weird. I guess I don't remember that. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a great game. It's a very good game. Yeah. <laughs> Despite that minor quaint complaint. Well, the, I don't know if I like the new game plus. 
I don't. What do you? What do you? Let's. What are your expectations for a new game plus? Um, I don't know. I like the way Horizon Zero Dawn did it, where like you like you started out at the point where you were like I don't know. I really just liked going back through and like just absolutely like fucking up most of the game. <laughs> oh yeah, you 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 yeah, because that's that's what I did too. Because I was like I a couple weeks ago, I was like oh, I'm gonna play this game again because I want to beat it on a death march or whatever that's it doesn't matter like i was like oh that's right i need to like because i was somewhere i was a little ways into death march but like it's really hard to just jump back into death march because you have to be playing it like 100 percent at all times yeah like, there, i mean like you said it's hard to jump back into that game period period i mean that that's why I, you know that that's the biggest thing about that game above everything else is like it's so hard to get back into that game and Sink your, sink your whole head into it because there's so much shit going on. The fucking the crafting, the thousands of quests. You mean like you're like 30 minutes into the game and you've got 15,000 quests. And they're all going different directions, and they're all various levels. And some of them are fucking the card game and all that shit. But yeah, like oh, he, I didn't touch that Gwent shit oh, at Gwent all. Gwent is arguably the best part of that fucking. Game. I never, I never liked Gwent. Oh, man, I, I like. Like I learned how to like I learned how to make a broken deck pretty quick, and I just shot to the like to the point where I was the number one fucking Gwent player in all of Tamaria or whatever in that fucking yeah, game. And did all the tournaments. That's like that was like my main source of earning gold. Oh god, like I high fucking hate game you. Where like thousands and thousands of gold was being wagered. Yeah. See, no you're you're not even you're you're such a fucking cardboard crack addict that fucking. Playing other games, you're doing that shit. Yeah, what's but it's not sad, even. What's sad is, near that, good, is that ever but... since, like, since then they've released a standalone Gwent game. I don't have near as much fun playing that Gwent game as I do the Gwent game in The Witcher, just because of the absurdity of it being a game within a game that I enjoyed playing almost more than the game itself. Oh boy, we all lose the suckers on that one. Our listeners are going to tank the Gwent support. No, I mean, not the Gwent. There, there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason they made a standalone game of a game within a game because that game within the game. It's so a popular. game within a game disguised oh, as another game. Dress up as another game. Play another game. Fucking Gameception, baby. Just get Chris Nolan in here. Get the super slowed down music. Oh, Gwent, baby. Come on! Oh, I need to play some magic so bad. The itch is so. Yeah, we really gotta we gotta figure that out. Yeah, we do. I mean that that uh I mean that virtual EDH or whatever is apparently pretty robust. But I mean, right here, all we have to do is, you know, we're using the cameras. All we have to do is aim it down at our at our board state or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But I mean. Quarantine, like I can, I can, I can go, I can go a million years without seeing another human face, but I gotta, I gotta play some cardboard crack, man. Got, got the itch. Yeah, people are getting wild on that quarantine. I'm fine, doing all right. I'm doing good. People yeah. are, people are horny, too. Ooh. Like every day I open Twitter, I'm like, Daddy what horny, the Michael. fuck is this horny shit, dude? It's fucking. Well, Twitter has always been a particularly horny place. It's been even worse since Tumblr shut down, basically. <laughs> uh, 
the furries had to find a safe refuge somewhere. Oh boy. Ah, don't don't pin that on the fucking don't, furries, don't, dog. Don't. Come on, man. Sonic Come Fox on, is okay. Man. Come on, man. Sonic Fox didn't do anything to you. Okay. Listen, furries get too much hate. Okay, and furry hate is generally reactionary, so I won't hear it. I mean, right. in what part of that did you did I say anything about hating furries? I'm just fucking busting your balls. <laughs> Calm down. Bring it down about twenty percent. Boy, this is just a this is just a reference <laughs> circle jerk of an episode. Yeah. Oh God, I don't like even I don't even think we're gonna we shouldn't even release this. This is terrible. I mean, it's the best. I yeah. love it. We shouldn't, but we're going to. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. this episode has just been the three of us talking about nothing. I mean, yeah, I don't. The, that's I mean, I'm not entirely against doing something like this every now and then, just to just to fucking yeah, absolutely. like a well, if everybody like a, likes like a podcast version of a mosaic done by Picasso or some shit, where we just kind of whatever's in our fucking skulls, we just transpose onto a recorded medium because. Especially in the current state of affairs that we live in, I mean, it works for a ton of other podcasts. So yeah, I mean, yeah. but I mean, given this current state of affairs that we live in, I feel like if I don't get the things that are in my you know brain out there, they're just gonna you know explode. Out okay. Of my head. All right. Well, then what have you been oh, playing? Jesus. Yeah. What have you been playing, motherfucker? So I Swear- finally and- picked up Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Okay. Incredible. Um, I need to get back to that. I'm fucking it up. is an incredible game. It is fucking like so much harder than the first one. Oh, really? I hadn't yeah. got that far into it. it Holy shit! Boring. Like I like I started fighting. So there's like there's a bot. So definitely, I mean, I think you mentioned this kind of the last time we started talking about it. Is that it? It definitely takes a lot of cues from Hollow Knight. And, yeah. Who oh boy? Uh, it definitely does, and. Uh, there, like, there's a boss that I'm just straight up stuck on. And that's the other mm-hmm. thing that I was like introduced in this game that just wasn't a thing. And the other one is is the idea of boss characters. Yeah, bosses in like combat arenas and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, uh, like, occasionally you would have these like little gauntlets where you'd fight, you know, just a, f- a couple waves of enemies or something like that in the first one, but never like devoted boss characters and there's this like there's this giant spider thing that just kick continuously kicks my ass and so naturally i'm like okay am i doing something wrong here is there some trick that i'm that i'm missing yeah so, like i went and looked up I, I finally gave in and i looked up like strategies on how to fight the giant fucking spider fucker and like literally all the videos i pull up are people who have all the upgrades like they have they have like 20 health they have 20 like of the soul, spirit, power, or whatever, and they have all these different abilities and powers and upgrades that I don't have yet. And I was like, oh, okay. So the trick to fighting this boss is to uh, literally go get everything else in the game and then fight this boss. Apparently. Uh, it's just you can just do it in a. Yeah, it's very open worldy. Yeah, I guess you could probably go do a bunch of stuff elsewhere yeah, and then come back. It's definitely not nearly as linear as the first one was. Like the first Which one was like awesome. Go to the tree, do the tree thing go to the floaty mountain place, do the floaty icy mountain thing, and then go to the volcano, yeah. do the yeah. volcano thing. This one is much more of like, you get to a certain spot and it's like, you need to go find these five things. Have fun. 
Yeah, I need to go back to that game. It's so beautiful. It's very so good. amazing. So pretty. It's yeah, and that's like I just so I naturally gave up on the spider boss, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the opposite side of the map from this thing and see if what I can find there. And I found this area that's like it's like very surreal. It's almost dreamy. Like it's got this very kind of underwater alien esque feel to it. Uh, like all the leaves and shit are pink, and the blue the water is just crystal clear blue. So it's got very, it's got a very um, surreal feel to it. It's very good, very good. Yeah, I mean, yeah even I'd even for that, like, I, I don't like that it's. I don't really like that it's an order of magnitude more difficult than the original game was because I feel like, I feel like, it's trying to be something that. I feel like it's trying to be something that I don't think it was meant to be. In order to satisfy an audience that yeah. perhaps thought the first one was a little too easy, but I mean that was the thing that I always liked about the, what I liked about Ori is that it was much more about the exploration and not as much about the combat. Yeah, that's what kind of worries me a little bit about it is that it's 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 got a lot going on. It does it's have a lot going on. More stuff than I think it necessarily needs to have, but like. I don't know. I mean, it's too early to tell for me. I mean, I'm only like, I think I only got like a couple hours in and then I've stopped and then we started I mean, playing a thousand Division million, and I was fucking other... A, a thousand million other games have come out since then. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a miracle that I, that at some point I kind of took the time out of my day and was like, you know, I still haven't played Ori and I went and picked it up. But yeah, that's what I've been yeah. playing. What about you, Russell? Hit us with the heat. What you been playing, dog? Um, well, man, I've been playing the. Well, I was playing, still playing some Neo Two, and my God, is that fucking game so goddamn long? Holy shit! Oh, I like, I was like, oh, I'm like, I don't know, fifty or sixty hours in. I'm like, I gotta be near the end. I looked it up, and I've got, got like fucking like twelve more main missions, and like probably like another forty side missions. So I was like, oh, I want to beat this before I start playing Final Fantasy because if I start playing Final Fantasy, I'm probably not going to come back to this game because they're so different. And like Neo, it's one of the Souls games. So when you get in those, when you play those games, you it's almost like mode. you have to get in that mode. And it's almost like when you play something that's easier, you almost get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then you like, well, I don't want to deal with the stress of that other game. I'm just going to keep playing this game. And Final Fantasy is most certainly that game. I mean, there's some stuff going on. It's not, it's not too easy. I mean, it, it's there's there's a lot to the combat or whatever, but it, it isn't by no means like, oh, I died in one hit. Now I've got to go back, and it took me 40 minutes to get where I was. And if I die on the way there, I'm going to be really pissed. And um, these missions are like. 40 like to 30 to 45 minutes long a piece and there's a boss at the end of every single mission and it, it just it's a lot oh and i've picked up 900 things now i've got to look through all of the all of the things everything you kill drops like 9000 items you have to look at the items you see what's and you just incremental it's fucking it's got so much loot it's oh my god so i've paused that i'm playing fuck final fantasy 7 remake and um, it's really good. I'm only um, 
I'm four or five hours into it. Um, it's, you know, I, th- I thought, you know, I was like, man, I don't know. I, I just, I was never a big Final Fantasy VII guy. Never played seven, never played eight. Um, so, you know, if you need to cancel me, go ahead and cancel me. But um, I mean, I tried to go back and play. I mean, I played seven when I was younger. Uh, and I, I distinctly remember having a good time playing it, but it was on sale on Steam a few years back, and I went and picked it up for like ninety cents, I think. And I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll play through this game again." And uh, playing through old Final Fantasy VII is it's rough. So I mean, I, I wouldn't blame I wouldn't blame yeah. anybody who like oh, came man. into that like later in the in kind of it's yeah yikes it's a lot and. Yeah. And eight, I never played eight, but I, I did play nine. I played ten. I played all the ones after that, twelve, all that. But um, so I'm not some fucking, you know. I played some. I played some Final Fantasy games. Okay, so just don't leave your tweets at home. Don't send your emails. Your letter. Just leave it. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm a gamer. Okay, I play games. Okay, just don't hurt me. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy seven is. I think they did a really good job, and I think you know I've read a lot too. You know, I've or, or seen people on Twitter talking about it, and and I think they've done a really good job with like the writing and making it actually feel like a remake, and not just remember that PS One game. Well, here it is, and it looks a little prettier. Like I think they've you know, and then they're, of course they're padding it a lot because they they need to make one game. You know they're making this long game. I guess fit into like I don't I don't know how many parts they're doing. I think they're I think three or something like that. And they haven't even talked about like when the next part's coming. And apparently this game only addresses like the first like six hours of the game. Yeah, I mean it's, so, it's a massive game. So whatever the I mean, I'm assuming maybe the second one will be more substantial. I guess I mean this is supposed to be like a forty hour long game. So if they're taking five hours and turning it into 40, then, like, I mean, how does that even work? Like, I mean, they have to either cut things or they have to do something. Like, I don't know what they're... I mean, I'm assuming that maybe when they started making it, they have everything probably done, I guess, to a certain degree. Because I would hope that they're not going to do wait another, like, two or three years before the second part comes out. Because that's... That would be a mistake. I mean, I think they should put those things out quickly enough that, you know, people will pay attention to it. But Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, if they're going to ride any sort of momentum, they really should be releasing those less than a year apart. Isn't in my mind anyway. But I mean, I, I just have, I have no... Yeah, I mean, I just... I have no bearing on what they want their, um, like, what that what that development cycle is like. Because it seems like at the end of the day, I mean, I mean, let's dispel the notion that this isn't a remake that's been in the works for two generations now. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's been talked about for, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it's was like, in junior high when they talked about remaking Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it's been, been forever, and I think they've been working on it forever, and... I mean, it was going to be a release title on the PS3. Yeah, I think it was PS3. Um, so, I mean, it's hard to get a grasp on what exactly their development cycle is looking like for this thing. And and there's there's a part of me that, that really thinks that 
you know, they're nowhere even close to being done. And they just kind of, they just kind of shove this first part out the door just to kind of satiate the more rabid fan base of, you know, the people who really want this game and who have been looking forward to this game for, you know, literally two consoles now, two console release cycles now, almost three. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. And they haven't been, you know, of course it's, you know, it's Sony and all, and it's Square Enix. So they're, they're not, forthcoming with their plan as far as i know and like what they're doing or what you know what the release schedule is i mean it's just i don't know i, I hope they I, I think they i think they've done a really good job with this and i think that um if they're smart about when they if they're quick about putting this stuff up then it could be something that people are going to look back and go oh man they actually did they it makes sense that they parsed it out in these several you know games or whatever right so I guess that remains to be seen whether or not they nail that, but we'll see. I mean, people seem I mean, people seem pretty satisfied with what we've got so far. So yeah, <laughs> I guess we'll see. We'll see, man. But yeah, that's a pretty much it. I've just been um, playing that a little bit, playing a little Neo, and I played through uh, RE3, the remake. Nice, nice. That's I said. Played through it in one city, and I think it took about four hours. So. I mean, that's like anybody who's upset about the length of those games has never played a fucking Resident Evil game. Those games no, were basically no. built for speedrunning. Yeah, really. I mean, that's like the whole that's where that whole thing sprang from was all those RE games. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's it's. I liked it. I liked it. I. I mean, it, and it's very much like. That's the whole thing about that game too, is that they incentivize, they want you to play through it a bunch of times to unlock all this stuff. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how much of that I'm gonna do just because you know I'd rather be playing. Yeah, I mean it's always had a very arcadey feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Can't wait till four. Four has always been my favorite. Yeah, yeah. They announced they're gonna. Uh, I don't know if they announced, but the, the, there's a pretty big rumor that they're gonna. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. They're. Uh, that makes sense that that'd be the next game, and that is probably like their their best game. I mean, that's like one of my favorite games, probably oh, of yeah. all time. For sure. So, yeah, that's that's gonna be awesome. And it's the people that did RE2 remake, which I think I think two and three. I think two is a little better than three. I think it's a different team that did three. So. Two had two was a little was decently longer. And uh, I don't know. I liked it a little more because you had two different characters and all that. Uh, right. It's diff. Well, all right. Well, uh, unless anybody else has anything else they want to cover, I think that about wraps it up for tonight. It is it. Yeah, yeah. I think we're I think we're pretty good. Um, I mean, if you manage to withstand this shit show of a show for this long. Uh, I don't think we need to further subject you to anything beyond this. That's right. Yeah, you know. Also, don't vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, it's the sure. official the official position of the um, of of, the of Sean Consul. Yeah. Well. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Are you voting for Joe Biden? Fucking liberal. I mean, we haven't talked about it. Maybe it's something we need to flush out. I uh, don't think that it is. Uh oh. Here we Uh-oh. go. Uh-oh. I'll vote blue no matter who. That's what I say. 
Hashtag the blue. No matter who. Oh, there it is. It's getting him. Well, it's digging him. It's getting in there. It's digging in. Oh, God. It's it's, it's scratching the bone. It's scratching right the bone. Oh, my political bone. Oh, Oh, boy. Yeah, no. Vote green. Vote green. Vote Vote green. green. No matter how much it means. Fuck yeah. Listen. Here's and the that thing. That is apropos. <laughs> yeah. If we it's not gonna if mean we, anything. <laughs> if we all vote green, oh yeah, uh-huh. it's an exercise of collective political power. Oh okay, yeah. And uh, and of course, and Donald Trump is still in office. Yeah. I mean, but see, this is okay. But this is the thing. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we'll talk about it in another episode. Yeah. We'll dive into it. We'll keep them. You know, they're gonna be excited. I can't wait to hear about you know the bullshit. So yeah. It's gonna be exciting. Uh, yeah, they're really gonna, you're really right. gonna want to I mean, tune in. It looks our... like we're looking at the next episode being hashtag vote blue no matter who, versus in the in the in the blue corner versus in the red corner, uh, vote green no matter how much your protest vote doesn't mean anything. Okay, well, nice. all I gotta say right. is have fun voting for a rapist. <laughs> I mean... Okay, all right. See you later. All right, TPC signing yeah. off. Bye. Bye. I'll say bye. bye. bye.